welcome. Welcome. I'm Nako Narder. I'm Emily Walborn. And this is Half, half Asian, Asian half, half Hour. Ooh. Crushed it. See how that comes out in the edit, but that is probably the best one so far. I'm going to guess it's going to sound like one person said it. <laughs> exactly. But we'll see in the edit. Yeah. <laughs> This week, we are continuing our very exciting Asian American International Film Festival, 43rd annual, with the film Definition, Please. Very excited to talk about this one. Really excited to talk about this one. Before we get into it, uh, we both had uh, racist (laughs) incidents at work that we wanted to discuss. I haven't heard yours, so you go first, if you want to. I'll go first because mine is really small. Yours was truly insane. Um... (laughs) Mine was just, so I'm on a Zoom call with, like, the president of the company and, like, a bunch of other people, Uh and he has, in the past twice now, kind of made a big deal about being, like, how do you say, am I saying your name right? Which is, like, fine, but I'm, whatever. But it's also, like, Nako, it's such a (laughs) straightforward name. It's easy, man. Also, I mean, it's ethnic Murphy's Law. If you can mispronounce it, you will mispronounce it. (laughs) But it's also, like, I'm not, it's not like I corrected him or anything like that. Like, if he butchered my name, like, I've never said anything. And if he said it wrong, I also wouldn't say anything. So, like, I'm not making a big deal out of it. Right. Uh, And then when he said it correctly, he was like, whoa, got it right. Like, congratulated himself for saying my four-letter name correctly. (laughs) Anyway, he did that again this week. And I am just like, dude, is this going to be every week, I wonder? Um, but he was, like, talking about somebody else's name. And he was like, that one's pretty hard to say. Like, blah, 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 whatever. But at least it's not Nako. That one's no picnic. And I unmuted what? and said, I mean, I do just have a foreign name. So, and then nobody said anything. And then we moved on. Oh. Um, and then our the president, like, it was a meeting where we were discussing like the promos that we had made that week and he like really went in on us and was like this is really offensive to italian people (laughs) what (laughs) it was awesome it was i was truly holding in my laughter on the call oh no why what was the promo it was kind of offensive i guess but i was also like who cares they're white (laughs) like literally who cares um what's his deal with names he was just a kind of a kooky guy and like he said inappropriate stuff to like other people on the call too like white people on the call. like he's just kind of that's just like his energy and it, i don't think it was like a race thing i think he's just like well that's different that's i feel like there is that that type of person that is like really obsessed with the names yeah. you know what i mean like yes. and getting them right and will like constantly talk about that yes it's it's like cousins to my wife is Asian. It's very similar to that of like so well meaning that you actually made things worse. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. That sucks. I was, oh, I hate that on a on a online meeting when you say something, no yeah. response. And yeah. You're like just dying by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I don't know. I'm glad I said something. I guess. Because in the past, I have wanted to, like, unmute and be like, you're being racist. But... <laughs> well, Progress. maybe he'll, he'll stop soon. I don't think so. And I kind of hope he doesn't at this point. <laughs> I Just to see it. how long it goes. Yeah, I think it would throw me off if he didn't do it. Yeah, so that was mine. Oh, that's Let's hear about yours. Okay, so the gist of it is, at work, someone made a, a comment, our, our lead 
actor and something we were shooting, he's Asian. And so mm-hmm. somebody said, like, you know, he's really good because Asians work hard and sure. uh, Asian families are very tight knit and have right. a good. I, I don't really understand the logic of that tight knit part. I'm like, I don't really yeah. get the logic behind that one. No. Um, so then it it kind of became this whole discussion in the in the office, and let's see, everybody there was white except for my coworker who's from Puerto Rico, and she was kind of like, I kind of understand where they're coming from because Emily works really hard and oh. is Asian, and everybody kind of jumped on her for that and then it became the whole discussion of like yeah but in asia they're so ahead of you know of us and technology etc etc it came that whole you know yeah viral of trying to explain (laughs) yeah that stereotype um that stereotype that applies to the homogenous continent of asia absolutely yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um and so I didn't really like say anything. I didn't really want to talk of I yeah like you know I'm busy. <laughs> I was busy working yeah yeah from the show that we were working on yeah. I mean you had stuff to do. You were at work, <laughs> and they were like Emily, you want to say anything? Emily, oh Emily's so pissed over there. She's not saying anything. Emily, Emily, want to say anything? And so finally, I I did like speak up. I didn't want to, right. And, I don't really like talking about that kind of thing at work. No. Like I've had this similar thing happen almost exactly one year prior to when this happened. Jesus. <laughs> um, I had a similar situation happen and like, it does take a lot of energy to just yes. speak up for, and talk to a room full of white people. And that is like what the HR <laughs> position is created for. Like that is entirely somebody else's job and not yours. Yeah. Except that, you know, they were like goading me on to, and, like forced me to do it so yeah. I I did I explained to my my co-worker like the model minority myth and she was super receptive to it she was like I had no idea I'm sorry like my mind is truly blown right now I had no idea that's what I mean when I when I say things like that mm-hmm. and so I was like okay well hey I guess that's <laughs> the outcome that you can hope for um except then like 30 seconds later another white coworker walked in and everybody was like you will not believe what Emily just told us most of us had no idea what that was and then they looked to me to explain it again yeah <laughs> and I was like I just was like no I'm not gonna so I yeah. just I just turned to my back to my computer because I was I was like no I it, I was truly shaking from the first time doing it of so course. I'm not gonna do it again no. Yeah. And literally, like, if your minds are really blown, you have the information now. If you actually learned it, maybe you can tell this person and yeah. not make Emily literally repeat everything she just said. It was then, it was like, they did tell her. But it was it was kind of funny because, like, when I was explaining the myth, like, another white coworker was, like, talking over me. Sure, uh, sure, to, sure. Like, you know, it was truly, like, almost, cur- it was, like, out of almost out of a sitcom it was like or like a bad satire (laughs) of of that event you know yes yes completely (laughs) but it was just real and then throughout the day the so then I like left to go eat a snack because I was exhausted yes (laughs) I just wanted to sit by myself and eat and then what got me though was like throughout the rest of the day they would like they were like joking about the situation and then 
but like calling my coworker a racist jokingly, texting other people LOL, about it. Good joke. And then I was at a certain point, it came up like for the fourth time, the joke, and I was like, oh, I'll bleep that. <gasps> oh, <laughs> so <laughs> I so okay, so it came up for the, like the fourth time, and then I told my coworker like, we're good. You don't need to feel bad about it or anything like truly you listened and you like were receptive to it and apologized yeah. and like you I think clearly did learn about yes. it so we're yes. we're good um and everybody's like oh, Emily's so nice she was so pissed like she was so personally offended Jesus. and she's being so nice right now and I just finally was like stop saying that about me I hate yeah. when people like project something onto me yeah speak for me especially about race I'm like I don't know why it happens here as often as it does (laughs) but like I don't like it so stop doing it yeah (laughs) no kidding shut the whole room down but good I was I was really I was tired at that point of course literally of course you about it (laughs) yeah yeah sucks truly so much did you feel like there was a difference in how you responded to it this year as opposed to the incident that happened last year? Oh, yeah. Last year, I was, like, so, like, I don't know what I what to do. I don't know what to say, who to talk to. I was, like, just taking laps around the block, yeah. just, like, stress walking and trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. But I think the difference is, too, I'm a little bit more comfortable with my coworkers now, and so... Mm-hmm. and I was also we were like in the middle of a long shoot and I was like just over it so yeah <laughs> tired truly yeah I do think like between now and like a year ago when things would happen we would be like, just like confused and sad and be like am I wrong why do I feel not good and it would take a really long time to figure out and it's we're getting closer and closer to being able to in the moment be like stop please yeah which is like a skill that so many people never have to learn, but it's cool that we're getting better at it. Yeah, I just think too, like, I don't know. They'll just never have to encounter something like that. They'll never have to explain something like that. They'll never have to like know the amount of energy and like confidence it takes. When I am not a very confident person, you know, I've never been about my identity or anything like that so like to force me into doing it is kind of uh was very exhausting of course and also even if this stuff wasn't about race so many aspects of the way people behave towards you at work were buck wild like if you had (laughs) told a normal story about your day and then someone came in the room and was like emily repeat the whole you'd be like no (laughs) yeah like Sometimes that does happen, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, talking over you, like, so much of this stuff, you really can't make it up. But even if you it was racist, it it's still you know? rude. <laughs> uh, yeah, if anything, hey, don't talk over other people, huh? <laughs> or just, like, if you ask a person of color to do the work of answering your, sorry, idiotic question, don't talk over them while they're answering it, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a was a draining, very draining day. <laughs> yeah, it is a bummer. Um, I 
Last week, two of my friends also said some kind of annoying things. One of my friends, white, uh, told me she doesn't want to date white guys anymore. And I was just like, so... <laughs> so you are, like, also white, though, right? And I don't really feel oh, like no. she got it. Um, <laughs> she, I just kept being like, yeah, no, totally. I don't know. And, like, all week, I was like, should I say something to her? And then I was like, it is exhausting. Like, I'm putting so much effort into thinking, like, how am I going to phrase this? I don't want her to think I'm mad at her or whatever. And then I was like, fuck it, whatever. Like... I'm just not gonna think about it I guess and then my yeah. other friend said something similar or just like really? not similar but like said like oh white people blah 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 and I was like you are white and it is getting to the point where white yeah. people have like ruined the term white people and it I is know. at this point like almost appropriation yeah I know <laughs> it's true <laughs> I hate when they do that. <laughs> yes, lit when they're like oh, straight white men, and I'm like, you are straight and white woman, <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, just because they're white women doesn't mean they're automatically off the hook. No, and it's also okay to be like this person is being a misogynist without being like this white person. It's like, don't. Why are you bringing this in? Right when it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that is, I like kind of want there to be a ban on white people using the term white. I would support that ban. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over it. Or at least just yeah. a break. If we could take a break for like six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And they can maybe like, it would just force them to think before they speak. <laughs> yeah. Or like, do I, why am I bringing white into this? Is it necessary? Is it relevant at all or are they just bring it in ink just because they can yeah it just like they're clearly like parroting a buzzword that they heard so that they because yeah. they think that's like what's progressive now yeah 100 percent. it's coming from like an overall good place and i can't afford to be picky or gatekeep <laughs> but it is annoying it is definitely very annoying yeah yeah but you know, it's not annoying, is the film definition, please. Very true. Shall we get into it? Oh, we shall. So it is uh, directed and written by the hyphenate actress, star, writer-director, Sujata Day, who people have seen in a couple things, most notably to me, is the Tim Robinson, I think you should leave sketch, where she's like, you guys <laughs> embarrassed me in front of my boyfriend. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I love that sketch. I used to actually, that used to be one of my least favorites of the I Think You Should Leave, but then okay. I had watched it so many times that I was like, no, okay, this one's actually, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, that show is good for like, I have a different favorite every time I watch. Yeah. And I think that one's hard to watch at first because you're like, this is just like what happens to so many of my friends and their horrible boyfriends. <laughs> this is just like not, this is just sad to me. But then you're like, oh, it's just a sketch. It's good. Yeah. You're able to the suspend your disbelief. The gazpacho part always gets me. The gazpacho <laughs> soup is very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she is great. This mm -hmm. is her first film that she has written and directed, I believe. Um, yes. I think this is her debut feature film. And it was very sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah. It's definitely like a feel-good movie, I think. Absolutely. Um, it's almost, I think, kind of like, I don't know, some parts of it, I'm, I'm like, it's a little bit mumblecore. Mm. 
Mm, okay. With like, in, in some reviews that I read, they said it was got some of the elements of like a Bollywood film. Oh, interesting. So yeah, the storytelling, the structure felt kind of novel to me, or yeah, just like a little bit more rare than what yeah. I used to. Yeah, that's what I liked about it too. It was like I don't know. I felt like the this the scenes and dialogue was very grounded, and then but it was like it was yeah, it was a little bit more unusual structure. Yeah, uh, starting with the intro was this news coverage montage of the main character winning a spelling bee at the age of eight, mm-hmm. which I thought was very fun, very clever. I like cried kind of a lot at the beginning just because <laughs> it was so like tender and comforting. Yeah, so sweet. The kid was really cute. The kid was super cute. I really liked having Siri from 30 Rock, who is arguably like one of the bigger names in this movie, be like a throwaway two line just say something like a little bit racist mm-hmm. because I think having the audience know that person makes it hard for them to write off like oh only racist people say stuff like that and they right. be like oh this person that I like misspoke right yeah totally um and then we go into the it's actually her mom watching the reel and yes. her mom's sick yes um and then she goes off for the day she tutors kids Mm-hmm. To help them win the spelling bees, mm-hmm. um, which I think is fun. I didn't know that yeah. was the thing. Um, and she gets a call too that she got a lab technician job. Yes, in another state. Mm-hmm. Yes, so she's got a choice to make. And boy, does she have! She really does have a choice <laughs> to make. Um, and she doesn't want to take it because obviously her mom's sick mm-hmm. is one of the main reasons. That's the main reason, and she's never really left her town. Mm-hmm. She was sort of she peaked at the age of eight. Mm-hmm. And hasn't really gone on to do anything since, in part, to stay home and take care of her mom. Yeah. And um, her brother, Sonny, shows up for their father's memorial. There's a lot of tension there. Yes. There's a lot of tension. He's insanely hot, but she doesn't comment on that, obviously. The thing is, though, like, in another movie, those two could be, like, romantic leads. Yeah, 100%. Yes. There's a lot of great chemistry. Great chemistry. <laughs> yeah. But for uh, for this story, it's implied that she's upset with him. He's done something wrong in the past, maybe. Mm-hmm. But he's back. She's not happy about it. Yes. Very not happy about it. Yeah. Um, And, like, he even comes... She has, like, this really cool... I love that tree house. Yes. Where she, where she smokes and does her paint-by-numbers. Her paint-by-numbers while she's listening to... Indian music and like when the brother comes home he's reading like an Indian celebrity magazine I really liked how they these immigrant kids had a a big interest in their culture and weren't like trying to assimilate they were like I and it wasn't the plot of the movie either but they were just like yeah of course I'm going to engage in this good media yeah Absolutely. And then, yeah, and then, like, later we see the brother, he's looking, he's also looking at his baseball card collection, and so Mm -hmm. it's, like, I don't know, there's a lot of details and nuance within uh, this movie that I think, it just adds to great uh, Asian American representation, you know, just, like, showing that it's not a monolith of of people, you know. There's some people that are both, yeah, really into um, their culture and also, like, love baseball, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Completely. Imagine that, but it's... Imagine that. People are into that. (laughs) Yeah. It felt... I don't know if it felt authentic because 
that was more my upbringing or if it actually, I don't know. I don't know if I can use words like authentic because again, we can't apply things to a culture that has a myriad of experiences, but it felt genuine. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I, yeah, as I was watching this, I was kind of wondering how much of this was based off of her, mm-hmm. her personal life and experiences. Yeah. And I have to imagine some of it was, or maybe there were elements that were. Yeah, definitely. Or if they weren't hers, like she clearly knew what she was talking about. So she knew someone who was like yeah. this or multiple yeah. people. Uh, Cause we go then to the bar where her friend works mm-hmm. and her friend is a woman of color and then a hot Jake Choi walks in <laughs> and we get a la never have I ever just a, not a white person in sight so far yeah. we're 15 minutes in the movie not a single white character has been introduced or will yeah. be introduced yeah and they are not missed <laughs> yeah and we get this is the first time we see her what she calls the definition so mm-hmm. it's like kind of slow-mo and she sees a word with with uh Richie Kim that walks in mm-hmm. I forget the word because a lot of these words that popped up I was they're like big. I've never heard of them <laughs> in my life and never will again they're SAT words they're five dollar words oh absolutely and those do not stick with me at all so why would they they're literally useless knowledge <laughs> let's see so then she hooks up or she's starting to hook up with Richie in his car and then you know I love an Asian on Asian scene. <laughs> and I loved this one. Except that it was interrupted by her brother with a bad thing yeah. on the which when I saw that I was like, oh god. Yeah, I would literally. be scarred, scarred. I would be so I was like, why isn't he upset? Like embarrassed I, to be seeing his sister. That's what okay, that's what I was also thinking. Like, why did he think <laughs> like why I, did he if if you know, I saw a sibling doing that. I would not go I would anywhere. run in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely. would not walk towards the car. But we get our little moment of tension. He, like, scares Jake Choi off. He drives away. And she's like, mm-hmm. what the mm-hmm. fuck? And he's like, I was doing it to be funny. And mm-hmm. then she gets mad and goes inside the house. Yes. Um, and then we're the next morning. She is with her mom. And they're talking about, like, maybe he should go see a doctor we're getting some more hints of like maybe what is the issues in this family yeah and then we go to monica helping the girl that the young girl we mostly follow of of her students yeah her like main pupil um and she's super cute and she she gives her the w even when she misspells the word so Mm -hmm. because the mom is like hovering and she doesn't want the kid to get in trouble so she yeah. tries to cut her some slack. Yeah. Which, hey, I get it. Uh, yeah, definitely. If your mom was hovering, calling out to you, spell it right, be stressful. Yeah. So then I also like this part. When they when they then go to the um, the grocery store together, mm-hmm. and it was definitely like a Asian, possibly. Owned. Yeah like possibly specifically like indian owned mm-hmm. grocery store because they have found lots of goodies in there that were yeah from their childhood yeah i love that i love when i like when i visit my grandparents we go to mm-hmm. Wajimaya's, which is like the japanese grocery oh, store yeah that they love i love going there there's lots of great stuff there yeah i there's an asian grocery 
across the street from my apartment and like they have all the, they had the curry that I ate growing up. Like they Ooh. had all the snacks I ate growing up. When I came back, I left for like four months. And when I came back to New York, it has since closed down, which sucks literally oh, no. so much. Oh, yeah. No. It was just owned by this very nice Asian family. Oh no. Well, that's really sad. Yeah. That was a huge bummer, but love the curry. Curry. Which kind of, what kind of curry? The, you, when I, last time I was at your apartment, you made it. It's the golden curry. Oh, that Vermont house mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Exactly. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. It's delicious. Best. Yeah. Best curry for sure. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have to go to like a Whole Foods or some white, white store for it. Sadly, I ordered it off of Amazon. What can be done? Yeah, I know. I, I was like, what can I do? I literally need this. Literally need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that oh, to go back to to go back to the bar scene for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh Jake Choi says he's in town for his uncle's funeral. And he's like, but he was really racist, so like who cares? And I always appreciate when it is acknowledged that non-white people are also racist. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, it feels like every time racism gets brought into the discussion, it has to be, like, white versus whatever. Yeah. It doesn't. There's never a situation where white people have to be included. (laughs) It's true. Much like this movie. They barely are, so. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Let's see. So when they're shopping, she gets, like, a flashback of... um, her brother kind of mm-hmm. helping her out at uh, as a kid and giving Aww. her the, the mango, I think that it was. Yeah. Um, so that was super cute. That was really um, sweet. And then, yeah, she and her friend, they're hanging out. They run into somebody at the market. And oh, yeah, yeah. then the brother's like, oh, I was dating, like, Miss Pakistan America or whatever. And I was like, dope that you were dating, I don't know, another Asian person. That's always fun. Yeah, it was a lot of, like, other Asian uh, romances in this movie, which... Yeah, and just, like, a lot of participation in Asian culture, having a lot of Asian friends. Yeah. It just made me happy. I was like, I this must have been so much fun as a childhood. Yeah, yeah, what a community to live in so far. Yeah, they got to feel negative emotions that had nothing to do with being othered. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that <laughs> rules. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're hanging out. Um, she's hanging out with her friend, and um, her friend's like perfectly happy, you know, where <laughs> she's at. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that Monica is kind of like, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe meant for bigger things. Yeah. Oh, and also the they're talking about mango as they're checking out, mm-hmm. and within the same breath they talk about mango and Twitter. I don't remember what the context was, but it was just like an aggressively Asian American sentence. <laughs> yeah, she's really good at in like the writing of yeah, just kind of bringing in the culture and in ways that are so recognizable I feel like mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. Um but in in like really fun ways. Yeah. Of like maybe like like Twitter and kind of mm-hmm. subculture things mm-hmm. for the younger generation as it yeah. were yeah so then they talk to the doctor her mom's doctor friend mm-hmm. 
comes and is like, okay, the best thing that you kids can do is get along because like you're really stressing your mom out and she needs to like relax so she can get better. Yeah. And then she's like, I need to have a word with you. And she and she's like clearly a family friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she yells at the kids and is like, how can you guys not set aside <laughs> your differences? Your mother is ailing. Yeah. <laughs> and like really gives them a, a talking to that yeah. they needed. Yeah. Um, and so then I think the next time, so she sees the definition when she and her friend go and get ice cream. And oh yes, this is the. Fr- I think this is like maybe the only white guy. It's not. Nest- I. He might not be white. Okay. He might be, but he had kind of a, a Latin name. I felt. Okay. Then, then never mind. But he might but, have been white. He looked white. So we'll leave that a question mark. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, Monica and Sunny, they decide to perform a show for their mom to, like, make her feel better and um, show that they're getting along, even though they just are fighting the uh, entire time. The entire time, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, I was like, huh, I wonder if this is, so this is, was obviously something they did as kids, mm-hmm. and they had their, their certain acts. Which is fun. Yeah. It was kind of like almost like classic circus acts too, because there was like a strong man mm-hmm. and then like singing and then mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was very sweet and like the dancing and the music. Yeah, it was a very sweet moment with the mom, who I loved. Yeah, mom is great in this movie yeah. for sure. Um, and so then yeah, then they're making dinner. Yes. Oh, also I liked in their circus show. The name that the brother picked, that Sonny picked for himself, was Manish the Muscle Man, and that he mm-hmm. chose an Indian name as like his superhero name. Yeah, alter ego. I thought that was sweet. Yeah, yeah. But continue. They're ha- they're making dinner. This is kind of a, a pivotal emotional moment. Of yes, film. yes. So, um, Sonny, I don't know the best way to describe. But he kind of has like a, he just gets upset. Yeah, he gets really upset. And it kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. He does suffer from something akin to bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. And so that comes out of, he like gets really upset, like throws some stuff. And then immediately is like, I am so sorry. But it, it, it we sort of realize this is like what Monica gets upset about is that he, this mm-hmm. is something that he does a lot. And she was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, uh, definitely. So then after that moment, then she goes and she kind of de-stresses in her treehouse place and her mom comes and smokes with her. And it's like a very, she, she what I really like about this movie is there are a lot of really sweet moments between mm-hmm. her and her mom. Totally. Like you can tell just like how much love is there yeah, and how like truly close they are. Yeah. Um, and like, in, in almost like a friend way, too. Yes, a Gilmore Girls way. Hell yeah. A Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I know what you like in a movie. <laughs> um, but it's just like something I don't think you really see in a lot of Asian American media, you know? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of warmth there. Yeah. And a lot of, it was like, it was very fun to see two Asian women smoking and like, yeah, snacking, hanging out, and yeah. chatting, you know? Like, what like when do we really get those yeah when do we really get those kinds of scenes yeah it was nice to see women relaxing and not just (laughs) like 
you know, having this conversation while they're like preparing snappies or something. <laughs> yeah. So then let's see. So Monica goes to pick up her student from school and her student's mm-hmm. getting bullied. They're calling yeah. her a pile of shit, I think. Or something insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Play on I think her, her name, name is Pyle. Yeah. And then <laughs> probably my favorite scene in the movie is she says, come back here, little fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Chases I loved... down the bully. I really like that. Yes. And like pins the bully down. I like that the bullies were girls. So this, this scene actually passed the Bechdel test, which is pretty cool, you guys. Um, <laughs> but it just was fun. Like it was fun. It was an adult yelling at a kid and it was funny. Mm-hmm. And it was cathartic. Yeah, and you can tell, like, she is just taking care of a younger self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the girl gives similar, like, is also helpful and wise and is, like, a human character and isn't just, like, someone for Monica to defend to, like, move yeah. the plot along. But she also was like, yeah, I'm, like, glad that you are here to defend me. I feel like this is what your brother did for you growing up. And then she has mm-hmm. another flashback. Right. To her brother. I cried every time they flash back to her brother being nice. You know, those are really sweet moments, very emotional moments. Um, And so then she goes and meets up with her brother and they do this like fun jumping competition thing that they did. I just feel like there were so many details that um, must be from her childhood Mm. or something like this jumping competition, the show that they put on. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just feels like so kind of, I don't know, like details that are obscure that, but they feel so real. Yeah. You know? Definitely. They feel specific to her. And they also, this could be a stretch, but I feel like when you're watching American TV as a kid and you don't see yourself on it, you either disappear into it, which I think you and I both did, or you kind of create your own reality. And it seems like her childhood was peppered with all of these times where she and her brother were like, well, this is stupid. Like yeah. we have plenty of friends and each other and all this stuff going on. So why don't we just make our own fun? Our own. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then um, it's the father's memorial mm-hmm. and a gathering afterwards and the family friends, they're hitting on the brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has another flashback to her brother protecting her and taking the blame for something she broke as a kid. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of slowly, I think, you know, we're like, it's slowly being revealed to us their history, the two, yeah. like, the two siblings' history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then she's helping her student with spelling, mm-hmm. and the mom finds out that she's telling helping her, her. Yeah, yeah, telling her it's right when she spelled it wrong, so she gets mm-hmm. fired. Mm-hmm. Um, but the student doesn't want to do it, and so it's the whole thing. Yeah, she tells her mom she doesn't want to do the spelling bee. Yeah. Good for her. I like that girl. Like, I like that she had her own storyline. Yeah. It's just crazy that when you view all people as people, you don't have characters wasting space. Yeah. It's kind of a cool byproduct, I think. <laughs> yeah, very cool, very cool. Um, and so she's, again, in her treehouse, and, and Sunny... Or she, I think she sees Sunny there because he's yes. has yeah. like he's gonna give her stuff I think or free giveaways or something. Yeah, he's giving her a present. 
And so then he finds a card that she was going to give him about yoga. And then he has another, um, he is upset again. And like a, a pretty heartbreaking breakdown. He's like, yoga is for girls. Sunny is a girl's name. Yeah. Then it, it ends up, it results in him pushing their mom and she falls yes. to take her to the hospital. Yes. Um, where she, again, sees the definition around the Asian doctor. Some word so that hot. means that means good butt, which I didn't know there was a word for that, which I think is funny. Didn't know that either. Love that word. Love that doctor and his butt. But it's also so true that it would be an Asian doctor, you know what I mean? Because like, yes. like my grandparents, of course, only want to see Asian yeah. doctors. So <laughs> I I don't have a white doctor currently, and I can't imagine I would ever choose that for myself. <laughs> um, but then they find out that the mom's not even sick. Like she yeah. has a, well, she has concussion from being pushed, but they're like, what about all her other conditions? And he's mm-hmm. like, she's fine. Yeah, kind of a twist. <laughs> big twist, big twist. So she's been faking it. Yeah. To bring the bring them together. Yeah, which is, I think, <laughs> quite the little plot for this mom to be to have <laughs> schemed all this time. A very funny plot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, but Monica's like very upset about the whole situation, and she tells yeah. Sunny to like essentially leave or and stay out of their lives or take medication. Yeah, which he then does. He does. But he's very upset with her, and he's like, I'll never forgive you for yeah. this. It's really, I can't think of another time where I saw mental health in a man of color being examined with this much care. Yeah. And I will say, I think that the mental health part of it, it wasn't like as good as I've seen other portrayals of mental health Mm -hmm. and I think that it was kind of sometimes pretty broad but again it's like not his movie you know Mm -hmm. at the same time Mm -hmm. it's it is her movie and and it's from her point of view so you know I don't know it it was to me I, I at times I kind of felt like the mental health part of it felt a little bit like added on conflict but I don't know I I I agree I think calling the movie definition please and starting with the intro like it kind of wasn't about spelling bees at all yeah and (laughs) to make it that I think made it feel like all this other stuff that was happening was like a detour when like really it was a movie about her relationship with her brother like that's the thing that's Mm -hmm. bad at the beginning and gets fixed at the end yeah but it isn't really introduced that way and it isn't really clear that that is the main point of the movie and so it does kind of at at points feel like shoehorned in yeah to this other plot that doesn't really exist yeah yeah it's true I don't know I just feel like it's um the other thing about this movie though it's it's almost like a character examination in a way. Like it is yeah. like this very intense period in her in her life where she is wanting to leave, has a job offer, isn't sure if she should leave. Her mom's sick, but then she's her mom's faking and her brother's back in town. She's a bad relationship with her brother. Like it is a lot going on in her life. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think just the balancing of it is for sure a difficult task. 
It it seemed like when she makes her second movie, it'll be more streamlined. It felt like she wanted to cover a lot of different things mm-hmm. and like many minority creators was worried she was only going to have one chance and felt like she had to mm-hmm. to get them all now. But I think moving forward, like she's only going to hone that better. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so yeah, so Sunny does take medication and he's like not the same mm-hmm. person and she's really upset about that. Mm-hmm. And also in there, her student throws the spelling bee in a very fun way. Yes, um, that <laughs> was forget. sweet. Yeah, so that's a good end to that arc. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> her so she she goes tries to go to therapy with her brother, mm-hmm. which kind of leads to their final confrontation. Mm-hmm. And she talks to her friend who mm-hmm. says like. Yeah, you got to try different medications, too, because her friend also, yeah. they keep referencing that she was at one point an inpatient, perhaps, for mm-hmm. a mental health incident. Um, they don't really ever go into it. And I wish her friend had been in this more, but her friend was like, yeah, this is mm-hmm. this is not, like, something that gets fixed quickly and easily. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, and so they, they talk and they they finally reconnect fully and kind of clear the air about everything and all their worries with mm-hmm. each other and then she takes a job and she's she peaces out yeah she's, she leaves for ohio yeah yeah i mean the other thing with the mental health is like it's never <laughs> talked about in in like asian american media that i've seen you know yeah. so yeah. it'll only get better and i think this is uh, definitely a, a good place to start definitely i i would have i think liked if that had been the focus yeah but then they wouldn't have had the fun little title stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the definitions because those were fun but they kind of had nothing to do with what was happening sure yeah (laughs) overall uh what would we give it in terms of gongs equals good and ramen (laughs) equals representation (laughs) g-g-r-r so we'll remember it from now on (laughs) exactly Shout what would you give it? Emily Small. I, for representation, I would give it a, like a four and a half or a five. Like there were so, this movie was wall to wall, the hottest Asian and people of color <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah. And like so many specific details, so much love. There were a lot of songs in the soundtrack that were yeah. Indian. And so great representation as a movie. I think I gave it four and a half on Letterboxd just because I was so excited about the representation. This is probably more of a, a three and a half mm-hmm. gongs kind of movie. Yeah. But I enjoyed yeah. it and like it seemed very rewatchable. I imagine I will rewatch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, same. Yeah, I think representation, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just love all the details, all the things that feel very specific, but. Uh, relatable to a lot of people um and yeah i think for for gongs i think three and a half or four i think that it's a great like truly to write direct produce star in it yeah wearing all the hats that she does yeah um truly a great job yeah a first feature and um yeah i think it'll only hurt her resulting projects will only be yeah that is a good point she did wear i think when we've seen other people wear all the hats 
they don't usually give all the other characters like fulfilling arcs and like her brother Mm -hmm. had one her mom had one her friend kind of had one this kid like yeah and I think also as we're watching all of these like interviews and content so many times minorities are like I'd never seen something like this before and so that's why I wanted to make something like this I really wish white creators would adopt that attitude. I don't (laughs) understand why that feels like a novel thing to be like, I should probably make something that hasn't been done already. And for some reason, this has been relegated to non-white people and women. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I have to imagine that that she had never seen anything like this movie. And I mean, I haven't. I haven't, yeah. So um, the fact that she made it and and Mm -hmm. it looks great and... It's funny mm-hmm. and really mm-hmm. emotional. Yeah. It's a great job. Loved. Love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love um, it. Tune in next week. We will be reviewing The Meg. Should be a very another very exciting review. Can't wait mm-hmm. to tackle The Meg. It's going to be huge. Um, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> and bye. Bye. <laughs>